This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Genesis chapter 1, Genesis chapter 1, Genesis, the book of beginnings. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lekapatareko soprahande, Zekariba, Kozoro do Bokaradile, Shakande Yegede. Genesis chapter 1, verse 10 to 12. Genesis 1, 10 to 12. Always have this, form this habit of saying, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. Praise is the language of champions. The winning side is not always the shouting side, but the winning side is always the praising side. Because you can shout and it can be, yay! <laughs> Hallelujah. But praise is a declaration that Jesus has conquered. Praise is an acknowledgement that God is on the throne. Is that I'm, there might be a mountain before me, but I will lift up my eyes higher. Above the mountain, there is a throne. Far above powers and principalities, thrones and dominions, and any, any name that is named. Hallelujah. When you praise God, every other thing fades away. Hallelujah. Alright. So he says, and God called the dry land, what? Earth. And the gathering together of the water, he called seas. This was the second day, and God saw that it, it was good. This was the third day, beg your pardon. Verse 11, then God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, listen to that, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth, and it was so. Verse 12, and the earth brought forth grass. We're not looking at grass. It brought forth herbs that yield seed. We're not looking at herbs, even though well, grass does not have seed. So there are three categories of plants or plantation or plants, sorry, in this, these two verses, 11 and 12. You have the grass, and then you have the herbs, and then you have the trees. When it comes to grass, it just says, and the earth brought forth grass. When it comes to herbs, it says, and the herb that yields seed according to its kind. It's talking about a kind of reproduction here. And then it graduates to another kind of plant, which is the tree. And it says, and the tree that yields, not like the herb, seed directly, but first what? Fruit. Can you see it there? Whose seed is in itself? according to its kind and god saw that it was good hallelujah someone say tree fruit and seed say it again tree fruit and seeds turn to someone and tell them tree say tree 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 fruit and seed you may you may be seated god bless you And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself 
according to its kind and god saw that it was good and of course the evening and the morning verse 13 were the third day i want to truly and really appreciate my pastors for this privilege to share god's word with the household of david um i do not count it um um I don't take it for granted at all. It's always an esteemed privilege. I will not bore you with the details like I normally do. That is, if I had my choice, I would not be here. I would be sitting down, listening. You know, if I had my choice, there are many things I would do. I won't be a pastor, <laughs> right? I would just be in the prayer team, you know, praying. That's what that's, if pastor should say, Ebele, what do you want to do in HOD today? What do you want to do? You, just you. <laughs> ah, lucky brethren are listening. <laughs> all right hallelujah so i want to start by saying that god can deal with you very severely all right for a little error a little mistake that you make and you're wondering what did i even do because you're seeing it as a small thing but what god requires of you to do concerning that little error that little mistake that little um, scene that small thing is looks it looks bigger than what you actually did and i dare say that the closer you are to god the more little things that don't disturb others they will, they will begin to disturb you i remember several years ago i was reading in kenny higgins books one of his books uh, one of his books and he said that he was thinking about someone and what he was thinking about them was not very nice i don't know i remember what he was thinking about like maybe that guy is just a useless guy and all of that and immediately he caught himself and he said ah, father forgive me and i was reading i was wondering like what what is this what is the reason for asking for forgiveness here because me have thought about worse things about people and i was even thinking about it in righteousness in that sense look at our head I did not say father forgive me what seems uh insignificant to others it will be very significant to you now not because of guilt but because of righteousness when you are close to god you don't deal with the devil it's the devil that condemns you deal with god in fact the devil does not scare you it's god that scares you i think i've shared this before that those 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 two people in the bible one did something right <laughs> and one did something wrong and when i read the stories of both it struck me because they were not dealing with men they were dealing with god is a sign of holiness it's a sign of true righteousness the first was joseph when potiphar's wife held joseph and said come and sleep with me joseph said how can i do this wicked thing and sin not against you not against my body not against my master potiphar not against go and read it not against the principles jacob my father taught me how can i do this wicked thing and sin against god it means he was there sold by his brothers into slavery forsaken he had not seen his family in years he was in a strange land some people are just two months two months in canada they cannot even say canada it's now canada say you know yeah you know, pressure about you know you know over here over here you know it's a bit cold two months last one they forgotten they are they are forgotten themselves 
two months ago, they were saying, sir, Pastor Ebele, sir, come now just come, yeah, Ebele, um, I just want you to know that, you know, you need to, you need to look forward in life and all that. You see, we over here. <laughs> he was in a strange land. These are signs of righteousness. It happened to Daniel too. Daniel was, was I mean, they came over to, to Jerusalem, to Israel. They conquered them. They destroyed the temple of God. They took them in chains. Daniel was a eunuch. It means they castrated him. And then they now serve them delicacies on the king's table. Daniel said, I will not defile myself. Defile yourself for who? The God that did not stop them from destroying his own temple. From taking you captive. A sense of righteousness is strong. See, that is why Paul could say, Persecuted, not forsaken. Hard pressed on every side. It's something in you. That even on the morning that you are thinking of committing suicide, there will be, it's like you cannot sink a ball or a balloon. It's something on the inside. It, it pushes you up even when you are down. When you are in a strange land, it gives you an identity. You are the lowest staff in the office, but you are walking around as if you are the one that has a gift for everybody. That's righteousness. Hallelujah. The second person was David. David took a man's wife, killed the man. And when he was going to repent in Psalm 51, he had the effrontery to say that against you only, talking to God, have I sinned. I said, I reject, I reject you, this, this guy. You took a man's wife. You killed the man in, in, in hot blood. And you, you have the right, you had the presence of mind to say, it's only God, I, I, God. Because a man that is walking in righteousness has the audience of one. When God says he's wrong, no matter who says he's right, he's not okay. That means if he does something and nobody knows in the office that he did it and he's wrong, you, you, you cannot hide it from God. You didn't sing that one when we were when you were growing up. Do you know that song? You cannot hide it from God. You may cover your sin so that no one can see, but you cannot hide it from God. That's those are the songs we learned growing up when we got born again. When you want to, it's not who who took the meat from who, who stole the meat from the. It's, stealing is not the problem. Is that you cannot hide it from. I don't, I, I don't know if I'm still as righteous as I was when I got saved. God will help me. Because then when you told a little lie, I don't know if you felt this thing before, your heart will smite you. It will be as if you killed somebody. You will carry, now carry your two left legs and say, Mommy, I want to tell you something. You will confess freely by yourself. It's a sign of righteousness. It's not because of Satan or because of hell. It's because you are dealing with God. And that kind of person, when God says you are right, it doesn't matter who says you are wrong. The church may not even have forgiven you for what you have done. But if you, are, if, you are, <laughs> if you have made things right with God, you will come to church and sit down with your two legs like this. You will cross them. And be like, yeah, man, yeah, my father says I'm all right. Righteousness comes from God. Hallelujah. Are we together? So God can deal with you for something little because it is a seed it is a seed it is a seed it is so little that you've forgotten about it someone a christian a child of god just stole a lie or just took something that did not belong to them or just had you know a, an immoral thought in their mind and in in the next two three two three hours you know they've forgotten about it 
They are singing. You know, look what you've done for me. And they just, they just did something wrong. You see, I was contemplating what to share tonight. And one of the things I wanted to share was when, when Jesus was tempted. And after 40 days, because I heard Pastor talking about it as I was looking at one of the excerpts. You know, after 40 days, it was Satan that came to meet him, not, not God. It's not angels, not visions. Satan came. A lot of believers don't know that. After worship, you can, you can, they can even show your picture on HOD Instagram. And you were crying. And you enter your car and your husband can say something and, and, and you become very angry. Are you mad? From the same mouth that just you were just crying right now. You can finish, you know, praying for three hours. And you suddenly start feeling this immor immoral attraction towards someone. People don't understand this thing. That when God was having a meeting with angels in Job chapter 1 and 2, Satan came there. Satan. Have you read it before? God in heaven, angels, they don't know that. The realm of the spirit is not like the realm of the physical. And God did not say, ah, protocol. How did he enter here? God said, where, where, where are you? Oh, when he, give him chair, give him chair. When you are walking with God, Satan is not in the equation. There's a time to address him. There's a time to ignore him. But when there's no righteousness and you're not walking with God, Satan can take your attention. Every time he shows up, you are wondering, Lord, deliver me. Lord, help me. Lord, save me. I like to say, for instance, that the Bible says, the righteous is as bold as a lion. But the wicked runs when no man chases. But when sexual immorality comes, the wicked is as bold as a lion. But the righteous runs when no man chases. I like you. No, no, no. Person doesn't have to say that. Person just smiling at. You know, there's a way somebody can suggest to you that, not that they like you, but that they want to go down to Egypt with you. Don't form Jagaban. Don't start doing as if you know. Here is a potential disciple. Be like Joseph. Nobody is chasing you yet. Run. Pastor Bele, I don't know. The, my boyfriend is, is, you know, he's always asking me for sex. He's not your boyfriend. He's a prayer point. Run. Pray from far. Pray. 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 He needs deliverance. He doesn't need girlfriend dance. Are you with me? That is not a husband material. Let me get into this thing. That is the meaning of burial. That's why you've forgotten about it. A buried seed is a very powerful thing. What it will become later on, that small thing that you did, that small thought that you had, what it will turn to later on in your life, it will shock you. It will be far greater than its present little form. Just follow me. It will multiply. God who dwells in the past, present and future, at the same time, God, who knows the end from the beginning, he has seen that what you think is now little can destroy your life. He has seen the tree. You remember tree, fruit, and seed? Right. You see, 
in the realm of the spirit god primarily considers the tree and the fruit and the seed in the context of the tree jesus said in matthew 7 7 18 he says it does not start from the seed he said a good tree cannot bring forth bad fruit look at it neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit when satan was going to tempt eve she showed him um, he showed her the fruit I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself you are looking at and she saw that the fruit was nice but god had already told adam he did not tell adam anything about he said he set two trees in the midst of the garden and he gave those trees names one of them was called the tree of life the other was called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil jesus is saying here that the tree of life cannot bring forth anything but life are we together the tree of the knowledge of good and evil cannot bring out anything but the knowledge of good and evil let me put it that way so god is looking at the tree men look at the fruit and they you know they are admiring the fruit this fruit is nice but god has already seen the tree and he has told you the name of the tree he said to adam the day you eat out of this tree you will die because there is a seed that is in the fruit that seed is the tree in little form oh i hope you get this tonight the seed principle is one of the most powerful principles in the universe of man that's why god said that for these trees to keep growing let the earth bring forth but what came out first because i've heard that argument before that which which ones came first was it the is it the chicken or the egg i don't know people are just funny you know did the chicken come first did the egg come first the egg the chicken of course the chicken came first because god created animals it was the chicken that an egg cannot come first an egg is not a living thing until a chicken sits on it hallelujah god said let the earth bring forth the earth did not bring forth seed it did not bring forth fruit what did it bring forth tree the tree had fruit and the fruit had seed in itself so that was god's system of perpetuating the tree so every time you see a seed think about the tree because the, the, the tree does not exist because of the seed the seed exists because of the tree did you get what i what i, I, I don't know if you get this so and the whole point of the fruit is to contain the seed until it can be planted to form the tree so when you see a fruit and you eat the fruit what you are eating is not a fruit you are eating a tree ah, 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 ah. <laughs> okay so god said if you eat of this tree you will die if you saw if eve could have just looked at the tree she would never have eaten of that fruit because a tree can be terrible jesus did not say a corrupt tree cannot bring forth a nice looking fruit he said he cannot bring forth a, a good fruit the, the 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 fruit of a corrupt tree can be nice looking this is where many people fall problematic things look cute when they are little they don't look problematic at all 
baby Esau, baby Hitler was it was a baby. I'm sure when Hitler was a baby, like that was Hitler in seed form. Are you hearing what I'm saying? They must have taken him to crutch. Oh, Hitler, baby. If they knew what that guy would become. Otilo. Because man looks at the outward appearance, but God can see the heart. So God looked at Esau and Jacob. They were still in their mother's womb. God was not seeing two babies. When Rebecca went to the prophet, the prophet said that God said that two nations are in your womb. He was not seeing babies, he was seeing nations. He was saying two manner of people shall be separated from your womb. He said, Jacob have I loved. Talking about uh, embryos, uh, uh, fetuses. I'm sure when, when the children were born, Rebecca was like, <laughs> you know, she was having my two babies. God had hated, God hated one. How can God hate a baby? Because God was not seeing a baby. I wish I, I wish I wish I had time to share this with you. When what, what I told you about about the righteous, the righteous, the righteous uh, uh, runs uh, uh, is bold as a lion, but when it comes to the righteous <laughs> runs on the Manchester. You see, when you walk with God, you will confuse the devil. You see, when Jesus was first walking with God, you know, the devil was tempting him in the direction he should be he should be tempting him. When he fasted, he wanted him to fall. He, he started tempting him, turn this stone to the bed. But by the time Jesus was going to leave this earth, the devil was tempting him in the direction of his destiny. Ah. The devil was planning for him to be crucified. And that was his destiny. If he had known, he would have tempted him and said, you know, you know, don't go to the cross. But he, he, he as in, he, had, he was confused. He was like, let's read this thing very well. Say, ah. Jesus is Libra. Jesus is. That's why I don't understand Christians that, that read zodiac signs. When you have the Holy Ghost that created the world, that created the stars, you are now reading the stars that were created and not the creator that created them. And you think you are normal as a Christian. Ah, no, 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 no. See your doctor. There's one in, in this church. He's, a, he's also a pastor. God told Rebecca that she didn't just have babies in her womb. She had two nations. Two kinds of people. Man sees the fruit, but God sees the seed in the fruit. And God sees the tree. Are you understanding this? I wish every believer knew about trees and seeds and not just fruits. You can see the fruit, but the fruit is the seed that will produce the tree that that fruit is from. We partake of things as fruits, but they have three consequences. Listen, we are... Uh, we see things on the surface. But we don't always trace them down to the branches, to the stem, and to the roots. When you see a trend, oh, lo, 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 trace it down to the root. Don't just start bogeying every dance. No, 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 no. You don't know that some songs came from, from under the earth. You think it's just because of talent that they spread. Songs don't spread by talent. They spread because a spirit is behind them. When Midnight Crew came to sing here, uh, um, um, Igwe, they told us that that song, that song had been, 
They, that, that song had they, they composed that song years ago. There was a time the Holy Ghost breathed upon that song. I wasn't surprised when I, I, I came across a video 2016. I saw Minister Lawrence Oyo singing with some, I don't know, some, they were not Nigerians. You, you are my daddy. 2016. You trace it down to you. You hear a song, you see a music artist, because the guy is, is, is putting mercy or Jesus or God in his song or something like that. It's a gospel song. Gospel means good news. The good news is good about salvation. Someone that's not been saved and is not living for the Savior cannot sing gospel. Oh. If I say that this Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola is, is a drink, right? You know, and I go and get, pour, this is just a simple, and I pour Coca-Cola into a, a, a Gouda bottle and I give it to you. And I say it's Coke. Drink it. Even you. You'll be like, are you sure? You trace it down to the roots. When you see a, a movie, trace it down to the roots. Someone wants to marry you physically and socially. You want to know what kind of family they come from. Is that not so? It should be the same spiritually. Someone is dating you and saying, that, no, 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 don't worry. <laughs> don't need to know my family. <clears throat> you will see and you will know no no you don't need to know you need to know if the person happened to be married before you need to know what happened you even need to I'm not saying that you shall as in you shall become Sherlock Holmes I'll just be like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah let me open an office and investigate this brother no but you need to find out You've been in, he's been in a relationship three times. And the three times as they were approaching marriage, the thing broke up. You need to know why. You will then discover that when it's getting close to wedding, the family will require to go through some rituals. Go and, go and come and take this special spiritual bath and so on and so forth. Ne as a child of God, never, uh, never submit yourself to such nonsense. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Because you're the only one in the, in the sitting room and you're surrounded by the family. You're not surrounded by the family. You are surrounded by the arms of the Father. You are surrounded by songs of deliverance. You've been liberated. From the bondage, you're the sons and the daughters. You can sing your freedom. Oh, oh, that is your testimony. You stand up in that parlor and tell them that bit in what I've been baptized in water. There is no other foundation. That can be laid, but that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I turn this introduction into a crusade ground. How many of you have not given your life to Jesus Christ? Arise and shine, your light is come. I'm serious. Don't let them 
smuggle you that were bought with the blood of Christ into some herbalist shrine. Fire must fall down from heaven and consume that place. I said, now I know why I came here. Because you are the one that's been terrorizing this family. You, you this prophetess. By the word of the Lord. He says, this sign, this sign shall follow them that are pastors and directors. That's what he says in the Bible. This sign shall follow the apostles and bishops. Shall follow who? The Bible says, test every spirit. Not just watch every movie. Not just groove every song. Not just date anyone. Not just follow any handle. Ah, I like the way, I, like the, I like, just like her groove. I like her vibes. That vibration may be coming from <laughs> a place that can be shaken. <laughs> Hallelujah. Not just jackpot to any song, to, to any nation rather. But test every spirit. I was reading something that Pastor Adebayo wrote recently and I was talking about how people make, how people make decisions. What the way, the way, you know, lots, lots, lots trajectory went when he left, when he, when he jackpot from <laughs> the Abraham nation. He, went, he first went to Sodom and Gomorrah. First, they had to rescue him from that place. Then when he was leaving, he went to a place and stayed there. It was just him and his two daughters. Have you read the story before? It's one of the most heart-rending things to read in the Bible. The first daughter said to the, to the uh, tell them among themselves that let's make our father drunk. I, I will sleep with him first. And that's what they did. And this nation of Moab came out of the first daughter. And the, uh, the nation of Amnon also came out of the second one. That was the story of the cousin of Abraham. Or the nephew of Abraham. Because he jackpot. Without revelation. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, if the tree is bad, the fruit can never be good. I want you to touch someone and say, if the tree is bad. The fruit can never be good. No matter how it looks, you are still preaching to your neighbor. No matter how it looks, there is a seed inside that will produce that bad that the tree is. So you may be thinking, I just kissed my colleague at work once. It won't happen again. I just told a little lie. I won't do it again. Oh, that was just three minutes of pornography. It's not like I kept watching it. I didn't exactly steal it. I just like borrowed it you know and i've returned it well we were both wrong i don't exactly need to apologize to her it was just a little white lie the lie may be white but the tree on which it grows is very black like an iroko it's very strong the lie may be white but at the heart of that lie is a very black seed as black as the tree of lies jesus said to those that were bearing false witness against him he did not say that you are just lying he said that you are of your father the devil the father, the father of lies he saw the tree that was in what they were saying what kind of sin was found in lucifer we don't know we just read it. i don't know it's isaiah 14 or Ezekiel 20 i think it's isaiah 14 it says until sin was found in they didn't tell us whether it was little sin big sin and we don't know how much sin we are not told but the bible says he was perfect until sin was found in him that little sin made him the devil he is today and we know what that sin is. He said he, he was pride. Once more, I will, I will lift up my, my throne. I will be like the most I finish. He was an angel then, beautiful, with music all over his body. <laughs> that little seed. All of a sudden, he horns. Actually, the devil is very handsome. <laughs> all right. 
he became a principality of darkness and of wickedness in the heavenlies let me begin to round up just as prayer is a seed a lie is a seed when a person tells a lie they are planting a seed lost is a seed james chapter 1 verse 14 and 15 it says that when loss is is grown it brings forth sin when sin is fully grown it brings forth death death does not start as death it starts as lost did you get that loss is a fruit that contains death in seed from once a person starts lost in death is at work in them same with all unrighteousness that's why jesus said that if you look at a woman lustful in your heart you have already you have you are seeing the fact that I said, no i just uh, uh, can't i can't you admire something that is good you cannot <laughs> what you're supposed to do is run away when no one is just if someone is someone is entering your eye jesus said if you're ah, i love jesus his words are very powerful he says if your eyes making you to say pluck it out it's better for you to enter heaven with one eye than to go with your two eyes into it's always entering into your eye <laughs> say what's, what's, what's wrong with you nothing nothing <laughs> i want to go and wash my face no don't lie don't lie <laughs> walk away from the uh, uh, unless the person is entering into your eye in righteousness you can see that mm, abraham and sarah romeo and juliet all right once a person starts losting death is at is at walking them malice is a seed when you refuse to forgive you are planting a seed in fact the bible calls it a root hebrews 12 15 it says it's the root of bitterness which springing up can defile many you think it's just you no don't worry don't worry i'm fine i'm fine but you've not forgiven the person it's a seed so you may think you did something little but god is dealing with you bigly what you did was not so bad but the lord will not let you rest you know you should apologize to the person you just shouted and you are still angry but god is telling you to go and apologize to them you are trying to reason with him lord i'll do it tomorrow and so on and so forth i just need someone need to teach her a lesson <laughs> i've warned that many times before but she, she, she doesn't she doesn't know how to listen but you, if you are close to god your conscience would not let you rest until you go back and apologize in spite of yourself you may think it's a small thing you may think that time will pass and everyone will forget about it yes everyone may forget and the person may even be, be cool with you you may even apologize but god did not ask you to go and apologize because you were wrong when you walk with god you apologize many times when you are right because god is not saving you from your opinion he's saving you from from ego from pride i can I, I'm, I let me round off with this story i can never forget the story of when i was in sunday school and this man told us the story of one of the teenagers very rude very rude to parents very rude to teachers and so on and so forth and i think he was like their patron and so he will be you know enduring he was enduring one day he had had it up to here and he gave it to the boy the boy he told him his history from when he, you are you are you are you know you are a disgrace to your parents said all those kind of things the boy had never heard that in his life before he was in an orthodox church he was feeling i gave it to him as he walked into the vestry to change he was a priest the holy ghost said the holy ghost said the holy ghost will speak to you this week 
in the name of Jesus. The Holy Ghost said, before you remove your robes, go and apologize to him. He said, ah. He was in his 50s. That boy was like 16. He said, Lord, are you? I said, were you sleeping? You just woke up. We don't know that guy. And the Holy Ghost does not like, sometimes he, doesn't, he just keeps repeating what he's saying. He said, I said, go and apologize to him. He began to reason with the Lord. I said, go and apologize to him. He said, Lord, no. <laughs> Give me a reason from scriptures. Why should I apologize to that brat that I just put in his place? Do you know I'm 54? That guy's just 16. And Jesus said to this man, that do you know that I, I created every human being? The guy said, yes. He said, including Pontius Pilate. He said, yes. And Pilate had the effrontery to stand before me and said, do, do you know I have the power to set you free or to kill you? And I did not say anything. He just melted. He said, yes, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Pilate said that and you, you didn't give him <laughs> Kondo Igbala. He went back. I went to apologize to this boy. And the boy broke down. Because that was the last thing he was expecting. He broke down, began to cry. He hugged him. And that was the beginning of that boy's salvation. When you walk with God, the seeds you plant are different. There are seeds of grace, of forgiveness, of love, of peace, of kindness, of mercy, of generosity. But when you don't walk with God, the seeds you plant are the seeds of malice and envy and jealousy and annoyance and giving it and changing it. I will change it for you. I will collect it back from the cross where he was crucified with Christ. I will bring, uh, Jesus, give me my life back for, for, I want to change it for this person. All right. What looks small today can make a person a devil tomorrow. What looks small today can make a person a giant of the faith tomorrow. A little consistency. 30 minutes prayer on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday, on Friday. On, it's better than six hours of prayer. And after two weeks, you've not prayed again. You'll just be a shooting star in the spirit. 30 minutes on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday, on Friday, on Saturday, on Sunday, on Monday. Week one, week two, week three, week four, and all of a sudden, something will happen, and everybody will be panicking. And you just discover that in your patience, you have possessed your soul. There is a righteousness on your inside that is that is invincible. So you may have spoken, I this is the last thing I'm going to say. You may have spoken to your wife or to your husband in a way that you should not have spoken to them. And the Holy Spirit is telling you that even though you were right, go and apologize. It is because to you, it was just two minutes of ranting. But God has seen that in the next six months, you will descend upon her and you will beat her black and blue. And you yourself, you will shock yourself. You say, is it me that beat my wife? You say, yes. You will chop the seed. You do not know. The seed has been growing in you. And so he won't let you rest until you correct that little small thing that you have sown. It is for your good. That's the word of God for tonight. I hope you were blessed. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ 
is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.